every once in a while, a life-changing event will arrive with fanfare and excitement. In my experience, most turning points in our lives don't announce themselves. If anything, they tend to creep up quietly when we're least expecting them. And we're live, and we're live tonight for episode 19 of season 5, Three Gossip Girls podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we are feeling good because we had some cold brew. (laughs) We had some cold brew a little bit ago, and uh, Michelle says her heart's beating a little fast. Is it because this episode was so good? Oh, yes, that's the reason. No, I never drink iced coffee or cold brew, any of the sorts. This was really good. But, like, the thing is, I've had hot coffee with you at night. Yeah. Why is this? I think because cold brew, cold with brew me. is definitely a different vibe. Whoa. I mean, I remember the first time my mom got cold brew from Starbucks. She's like, oh, yeah, cold brew. Like, my, my brother in law always gets cold brew. And she was like, what is happening to me? Like, I don't feel okay. I feel like I'm sick. And I was like, mom, you had cold brew. You didn't have like regular iced coffee. You had cold brew. Like, it's saturated. <laughs> Holy shit. Maybe that's what's happening to you. And I I apologize. No, no. It's like my heart's going so fast and I'm like super awake and I'm like, what can we do? Let's do a thousand projects. I'm yawning. (laughs) Anyway, we are discussing It Girl Interrupted, original air date, April 9th, 2012, written by Amanda Lasher, directed by Omar Madha. So Serena decides she's ready to relinquish the spotlight and sets out to make a reluctant Lola the next it girl of the Upper East Side, starting with modeling at the Kiki de Montparnasse lingerie show. That is not going to be uh, said ever again, so we're just going to call her the Kiki. Uh, meanwhile, Chuck reaches out to Blair for some advice about his past, and Diana Payne's return to the spectator starts a power struggle with Nate. Ay ay ay! this episode was rough. Am I right? I told you it just gets no you were right uh I had a lot of questions like the whole time I'm like wait is this actually happening wait is this what's really occurring it was very confusing and people in the discord chat were still confused and I'm still confused and I've watched it four times (laughs) the fact that you've watched this I've watched it four times and I'm like what are we what is supposed to be happening it just the whole Serena stuff the Lola and Nate faking out Diana like it was bad um but wasn't bad, I thought, was our glass full of gossip tonight titled The Kiki because it's a cute name. Um, I wanted to do something that was like lingerie inspired. Stick with me. It was quite hard. So I went with something that reminded me of like sexy, secretive, seductive. So I went with a secret menu item cute. from Starbucks titled The Chocolate Covered Strawberry Drink. I didn't come up with the name the name is the kiki um which which normally is a venti cold brew with two pumps raspberry topped with cold foam strawberry puree and mocha drizzle now we did not explore all of those i just asked for a tall with one pump of raspberry and oat milk and uh, i wanted a mocha drizzle but they didn't have so we did caramel um so i felt like it was a the best of all worlds because it wasn't too sweet and we didn't get all that sugar and craziness going on. But if you guys have tried this, please let me know. Um, and maybe you want to try it for the future. So this is a really, really good version of the drink. You should post this actually. I, 
I will. Post I think it. you should post your exact recipe that you did. I the will. The way you customize it was really, really good. I don't like sweet drinks. I no. don't drink cold coffee, but this was delicious and felt like a dessert. Yes. If you got a venti, I would have died. No, I, I like, would have died. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would have been, especially if I added all those other things in there, we would have been crazy. But um, when I saw it on the secret menu, I'm like, oh, I love chocolate covered strawberries. Me like, too. That's one of my favorite desserts. Yeah. Um, so I went with that, and I'm glad that it was good. So my three gossip words we paired for last week, we had paid, which we got the reveal of Chalk paid Blair's dowry in this episode, but also Ivy was tricked into thinking she was getting paid again, but she wasn't. Uh, groomed, we have for Serena grooming Lola, which you predicted, and then skivvies. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what the fuck to put um, for the lingerie it party. It was perfect. It, it, was, it was funny. I thought the word skivvies is just a funny word to me. Um, but we can start the episode with Dan and Blair. So we have opening of the episode. The divorce papers are finally here. We know that Georgina was working on it somehow, but we don't really know how she spun it. But the day has finally come where Blair can just sign on the dotted line and she'll be able to freely date Dan in public and all is well again for her. Later that day, Dan comes over to suggest like very sweet and cute, fun things for them to do, like the things they like to do um, now that she's a free woman. But she says, oh, no, the papers are are just not finalized yet. And there's I don't want to take any risks. And so it's very obvious that she's trying to prolong her signing the papers. And Dan and Dorota are starting to catch on to her. How long has it been? a week last time it was a month right yes but since last week maybe a, a week a week or two i don't know as i don't i, I, I want to say it hasn't been that long because i feel like but then again maybe it has because lily's like itching to get out of the apartment and it does take a while for divorce papers to be put together like i i don't know yeah. If anyone has any insight insight in the chat? Yeah, let, us, let know. us know. Drop it in the chat. I'm just curious. Um, but let's say let's say a month tops, but I don't know if that's even that's pushing it. Uh, but we have Dan pressuring Dorota to show him the divorce papers, and this is when we get confirmation that she did not, in fact, sign. Yeah. So Louise signed his name, but she has not. And so Dan has a chat with Nate randomly about Blair and during this conversation it's revealed that Chuck has paid Blair's dowry. Why was Padge visiting Nate? He's is like, he bored? He's probably he's definitely bored. Like, what the fuck is he doing? They're all bored. Well no. I mean, right, right? Don't these all like they all seem bored. Well here's the thing. <laughs> Nate is working doing what he's gotta do. Serena's doing nothing. Her thing. Well she's doing her thing. Blair's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. trying to get divorced and shit. What is Patch doing? He was working on the book, and now it's just he's just floating around. Yeah, I mean, in next week's episode, it we get like he's working on a second, like a proposal or something. Yeah, so he's I guess semi working, but we just don't see anything. But he does frequently go visit Nate at the office, and Nate says so he can hang out with him and chat about Blair. It's like that's what they do, I guess. And Nate is like, I'm not supposed to say anything. It's a really good thing, actually. It's like, well, he told you not to tell anyone. Like, Blair can never know. And it's not a good thing. Being that one of your best friends is in a relationship with her, and it's probably not the best thing to tell anyone. Nate is the best friend, but the worst friend. (laughs) Don't tell Nate anything, because... He always has good intentions. He can't keep it to himself. But he can't keep a secret. 
Yeah. Time and time again. It happens. And you noticed his fat lip. Oh. And she said, I couldn't stop goodness. staring at it. It's all I saw. Why didn't they write that in? Like, oh, I fell. Just something stupid. Just something stupid. Or like. I walked into the wall. I don't know. Like, Lola and I got first scoot. She bit my lip. Like, something. Just anything. You right. know? Anything. Yeah. But they just completely ignore it. I mean, it was right there. It was right there. It was, uh, it looked painful. Or if like he was allergic to something, they yeah. could be like, oh, I had an allergic reaction. I guess they just didn't want, didn't want to bring attention to it. Uh, so Dan then after finding out Chuck has paid the dowry, believes that Blair must know and that's why she's not signing the paper. She's second guessing the relationship with him and that's why she was acting all funny and even Dorota calls out Blair later on saying, why haven't you signed the papers? And Blair just says, I'm not ready to let it go yet. And before she can really explain what she means, she gets a visit from Chuck. And of course, this visit gets posted on Gossip Girl thanks to Serena, a.k.a. Gossip Girl. And Dan immediately thinks the two are canoodling again. And he calls her. She assures him nothing is going on. Had hair on the mic. <laughs> it was just like tickling my I have a bit. hole in mine. Do you? So in the time that I've seen you, there's an Aww. indent. Someone bit it. Oh, okay. Cat. Solely bit. She's probably stays in here now. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so Dan calls Blair to tell her hey i know but that chalk page diary and she's like wait what i didn't know that and now i need to go find chuck so blair so yeah what did you think of chuck doing this i think do i fully 100 percent believe that he did this for selfless reasons no i feel like he did it to free her so that eventually down the line he could be like yeah we could be together again another long con Another another long con. <laughs> I paid her dowry. I've never known you Which that. she didn't want because we had this conversation. She says, I don't want to owe you anything. I don't want this hanging over our heads. If we were to be together, I would feel like I would owe you. Like, yeah. Owe you. Because, yeah. I mean, then this is a huge chunk of chain, like change. We don't know how much, but so much it would bankrupt her family and so right. much that Chuck's not liquid. <laughs> so it must be a lot of money. <laughs> right. Yeah. What did you think? Do you think it's a hundred percent selfless? Because I feel like nothing Chuck ever does is a hundred percent selfless. No, and I think in life it's really hard, even if people say they're just doing a good deed and they mm-hmm. don't need something in the future back. But if things were to go sour, they would maybe Chuck or someone would throw that right. in your face. He didn't have to tell Nate. He didn't. He could have just had this well, between him and his lawyer and or Andrew, whoever it was. I guess maybe because Nate asked him for right, for spectator funding, right? He he could have said, yeah. That, so maybe let's like give him the benefit of the doubt. Like he thought like nobody would know, and she would never know. But but then how would she think? Like if she if he didn't know that Georgina was trying to figure this out for her, how would else? What do you would, mean? Like if he didn't know Georgina was trying to help her, why? Why? Like why would he think this? I don't know why. Get the whiteboard out. The whiteboard out. Let's connect the strings. Like him paying the dowry would have said would, is freeing her. So how else would she have thought? she was free like how did he know georgina was helping her because it just kind of like was coincidental that he paid it 
Well, didn't does they... he know that Georgina knows that, that she's going to help Blair or I thought whatever she they said? were going to work together. No, they did, but that was to out Dan, right? But I don't know if Chuck knows that Georgina was supposed to supposedly help Blair get out of the dowry. Anyway, my point is. There is no point. There is no point. <laughs> There's no point. Why am I exhausting myself? Okay, so she goes off to find Chuck. Blair confronts Chuck to ask if this was all a ruse for them just to get back together, much like their past experiences. He swears it's not. It was only f- for me to free you, to give you happiness. He just wants her to be happy. And so Dan later apologizes to Blair, telling her that you know, I, di- I didn't know that you didn't know. And I thought that this is a sign that maybe something was going sour here. And she admits it has nothing to do with Chuck. It has nothing to do with the dowry. It just has to do with me and wanting to still be a princess. And I can't help but laugh every single time she has this speech with the stupid music in the background. She's like, I never get to be a princess. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is what I'm watching? Yeah. but And I'm like, does Leighton laugh every time she like says something about her being like a princess? It just I'm sure she does. Funny. But this really is Blair. It's so Blair. No, that's why you know what I mean. I know. Like, I don't know why I'm even surprised that yeah. I feel yeah. this way. But I'm just like, okay, we're going there. So she she feels like she wasn't a princess. She didn't get her opportunity to be the princess that she always wanted to be. And so Dan, knowing this, the best part of the episode, in my opinion, is he takes her to the Met step. She gets all dolled up in this huge ball gown, and he crowns her with a tiara. And he tells her, "You should feel like a princess at least for the last time." And he brings all these little minion-esque girls and they're taking pictures with her. And I just, every second she's on the screen, I'm like, you get more and more stunning the more I watch you. She's, I, she looked beautiful. I was so in love with her face and just her like smiling at Dan, like, thank you so much for doing this for me. And him like actually seeing she's so joyful and yeah. happy. I was like, this is it. This yeah. is what you should have. Yeah. He did a really- Chuck never did this for you. No. Sorry. I'm biased. <laughs> well, obviously, we both are. But he did a really good deed with right. nothing in return. Nothing there was no re- scheming. It and was sweet. It was really sweet. And she was so genuinely happy. She really was happy. Yeah. And it was it was perfect. And she felt like she needed to text Chuck and like say thank you. Like, thank you for freeing me. Yeah. Freeing me with Dan. And now I can... Truly get what I deserve. I mean, do you think if Patch <laughs> didn't do this grand gesture, she would have maybe thought twice about Chuck? Even though she had that conversation with him of, I didn't ask you to do this. I didn't want you to buy me again, like mm-hmm. with the whole hotel situation or trade me for the hotel, right? Yeah, the, the trade. Uh, because I feel like at one moment, at a moment, she thought, oh my God, he did this for me. He's the one. I thought there was going to be a switch. Well, and it almost makes you seem like the the part where the elevator door opens. Doro just like, what else is holding you back? And right. it's like, chime, chime right. fast right there. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, me. I was like, oh, man, no. Yeah, Don't get yeah. second doubts, Blair. But luckily, they have a, a sweet a sweet ending to this episode. What's not so sweet is Serena. And guys, I'm going in. I'm sorry. I cannot deal with her in this episode. What a switch of attitude, especially with her cousin. And honestly, she's just really depressed. She's in a dark place. She is a sad person. She's 
She's a really sad person. I hate to laugh because we shouldn't laugh at people who are sad. You shouldn't be sad, <laughs> Serena. You no. have so much that could go for you. You just need to venture out and try something different. Your patterns, hey, we all need to learn these lessons. Like the patterns that yeah. we get ourselves yeah. into, you need to step out. And this is when you find things that you start to love and, and people that inspire you. Like she needs to, she's not inspired to do anything. The Gossip Girl handover has made her Evil. evil it's not evil. cute and it also you know when you start following things so closely or scrolling on instagram and comparing yourself you do get into that dark headspace right you do so this is this is just completely turned serena into this person that i know we judge her and critique her because she's usually like oh serena she usually naive, has like a good heart and good heart but this is this has made her very not likable these are not good traits no and even Gossip Girl is trying to get her out of here. She's like, give me the password back. Well, she wants I, her back. She wants this. it back. Right. And like, oh, Serena's like, not that great of a Gossip Girl. <laughs> it's all she has, though. It's all she has. It's all she has. Um, yeah, so she's still pretending to be Gossip Girl. She has the login. She's deleting tips coming in. Some about her personal life, love light, whatever it may be. Gossip Girl messages her and says, you need to give me the rights back ASAP. But Serena says, I need to do something first. So like, what did you think she was going to do? I don't know. I really had. And she really didn't do anything. Well, she tried to get a new it girl, but right. then didn't really want that. Right. And also Blair kind of gave her that idea. So I'm like, what were you planning on doing before Blair gave you that idea? True. Do you think she actually had a plan? I don't know. She wants to be off of Gossip Girl's radar. I don't know how she would have achieved that. Who did she make the comment to? She's like, huh, Gossip Girl has been pretty quiet. To Blair. Talking about me. To Blair. I'm like, really, Serena? It's gross. I don't. Your attitude is gross. <laughs> you became the person that people assume you are. Yes. And you've the, been fighting the, the so- person that Gossip Girl made you out to be. Right. And you've, and you've tried so hard to not portray yourself as that person but you actually just became that person right making the narrative true right and she had been telling back you know a, a ton of episodes ago about the chivy stuff and how you can't let gossip call get to you i used to and now i don't anymore and it's like well now you are just as bad as Gossip Girl, and you're feeding into everything that makes Gossip Girl who she is. Yeah. And you are just getting down a rabbit hole of like, I'm sure celebrities and like whoever you see, uh, you know, who's on social media, they're always like, I can't read the comments or I won't read anything about me. I won't watch my own movies. I won't listen to myself. Like, because you don't want that negativity. And Serena is just submerged herself yeah. in this right. world. And it's really taken her down a dark road. And so much so that she's being Gossip Girl and telling Blair, uh, Gossip Girl hasn't posted about me. It's so weird. <laughs> Blair's like, oh, you'll be back on her radar soon. Don't worry. You know, you have to model in the Kiki party. So, you know, Gossip Girl will be all over that. She won't be able to resist. And so Serena's like, well, how do I stay off of Gossip Girl's radar? And this is when Blair suggests, why don't you find a new it girl? to take your place and that way they'll get all the attention and you'll be on the back burner, <laughs> you know? And then they, but then they also tell the story about how Serena actually became gossip girls. Like favorite target is when they were in a school trip, she was wearing a white dress. It got wet. The rest is history. Yeah. We can imagine. 
what happened there and she got a target on her back so serena decides oh let me take that brand new cousin sister i really wanted to get to know and i'm gonna use her as my target i'm like why why are we doing this you even, literally could have picked anyone else even though family is everything family, and you everything. gotta be loyal but this is a good idea <laughs> what yeah she's spiraling i feel like every couple of seasons we're like serena spiraling <laughs> Because we always get back to like this place where she hits the rock bottom and I have nothing going on and nobody loves me and I don't love myself and how do I get out of this pattern? I really want to change. And every time we end up here. Yeah. It's really sad. How do we get her out of the spiral? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But Lola comes over for some advice on Diana and Nate because as she finds out, Diana and Nate had dated. And so... Serena and Lola bond a little bit and Serena decides, I'll take you to Kiki's showroom, lingerie store, whatever it is, and we can try on some lingerie and they're talking and during this time they're having a conversation about how Lola needs to be in Nate's world and get to know what he likes and they should have common interests because without that you have nothing. Like, I'm sorry. Opposites attract? (laughs) We always heard that. So not even I that. didn't like this advice. I think they have more in common than they Yeah, Nate doesn't really on the surface. He doesn't need an it girl. About, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't need an upper east sided girl. Right. And Serena's like pushing that on her. And so to make matters even worse, she says, Here, try on this lingerie. She puts her in the dressing room and immediately pulls the fire alarm. So Lola has to run out of the store in her skivvies and forces her to basically get photographed in her underwear so all the people can take her picture and, and it's the laundry that's going to be modeled right this is the serena essentially i guess right? so the laundry that's named i after guess so, because we never really do see the actual piece of clothing but we're to assume the serena so later to make matters even worse then diana actually messages messages gossip girl diana herself pathetically messages gossip girl and says that her and nate are going to the party together and all because of this. This is why Nate uh, and Lola plan against Diana, which we'll get to. But this leads to Serena and Lola having a tiff. Again, we'll get to that. because I have a lot to say about that. So the next day, Lola comes to apologize to Serena. And Serena does apologize back to her, pushing Lola to be the new it girl. And Lola mentions how she's meeting with an agent because of all of the press that she's been getting and her new it girl status. And she thinks she wants to be like the basic B kind of. The every, everyday the every girl. girl. The every girl. Because Serena's untouchable. And she wants to be more relatable. And Serena's like, oh, well, in theory, that's good. But like, it's fleeting. You don't ever know how it's going to go. And like the two fakely make up because, you know, Serena's like thinking <laughs> shit in her head. I'm like, oh, God, she's so annoying. She's so petty. She's so petty. And so then Lola leaves and Serena is getting all these messages on Gossip Girl. Like, who's Lola? I love Lola. What's about Lola? And Serena gets super jealous, I guess, that she posts that that photo of Lola was staged by Lola and like, Serena Vander Woodson's the only it girl on the Upper East Side. Like, don't mess with her. Like, ew. I know. It's, it's so, so gross. gross. It's so. Get the fuck over Because yourself. I think, you know, in theory, Ugh. you're like, I'm ready to not be in the limelight. But then when you get a taste of, oh, shit, I'm, I'm going to be over, like, I'm dethroned. Be irrelevant. irrelevant. Fuck that. I'm in charge. I have nothing. I'm a sad human. Mm-hmm. Let me put down my cousin who I thought I was trying to get to know. Right. And then get and mad at her. Like, what? 
Right. And get and getting mad at her basically behind her back. Like you're you're spinning this and Lola doesn't even know that you're like in a fight, basically. Like Lola just thinks Gossip Girl's now out to get her. Right. Very suspicious. Yeah. All of a sudden now Gossip Girl's out to get her. So more on that later. We yeah. have to talk about Chuck. Chuck that morning has his meeting with Andrew Tyler, who tells him Elizabeth has been living in Vienna for the past six months and that she doesn't really want to be found. As we know, I mean, this is like the story every time, right? And Chuck doesn't know how to proceed with this. He doesn't know if he should actually try and make contact with her. And he just wishes his person, Blair Waldorf, could be there to give him some friendly advice. His person. His person. (laughs) And this is also when we hear for the first time that Chuck has paid the dowry that Blair can never know about. But Blair, of course, does find out from Dan, which leads to confrontation. But before that, Chuck tells Blair he wants her help, a friendly advice in deciding whether or not he should make contact with Elizabeth. And she really feels that she can't give him an answer. Like She feels this is not his her place. They're not friends. They never were and they never really will be. And it's always a hidden agenda and he's like you're right but i did come here just to ask for your advice nothing more um but she hopes that he just figures it out on his own because she doesn't want to be involved fair fair valid she doesn't want to get wrapped up in his world again and she says that too like you're using your mother as a ruse to get me back into your life she's not wrong right so he is looking for friendly advice and so serena hears out what he has to say and she says well i totally think you should because this is serena and family is always worth the risk this this was a good response we both applauded serena to say this because it is true she went looking for her father and did want to get to know lola and chivy when that whole situation happened thinking it was you know uh charlie but like way to be a hypocrite serena right you're using your family family. and it just gets worse and worse yeah um but after that chuck does meet with andrew who says there's no way that elizabeth could have given him the blood being that she's got an airtight alibi she was in a monastery in, in a monastery in tibet and chuck says well you need to find out who actually did give me the blood so more on that yeah in next week's episode okay so now we have to sum up the rest of the nate diana lola Ooh. Cringy stuff, did not really care for this storyline, but it's the day that Diana Payne has made her way back to the Upper East Side. Nate admits to Chuck he actually hasn't told Lola that uh, they used to date. He hopes to get everything squared away with Diana first before he tells Lola. And then we see Lola walking with her friend Aiden, who's in town from Florida. And at this time, she tells Aiden, I would really like to know my new sister cousin. (laughs) Cousin? cousin because she doesn't know she's her sister um and aiden says well you need to spend more quality time with her and while they're walking they run into nate who's surprised to see another man on her arm he gets you can definitely see right away he's jealous oh of course and then she brings up diana Payne, and he brushes it off because he doesn't know what to say and he rudely leaves and both aiden and lola are like that was weird nate was such a shit in this episode he was. I mean, I understand that they were working together. I guess I don't. I still don't understand how that all happened. But right overall, he was a shit. Yes. So she goes on Gossip Girl Lola to f- basically it's the Bible to find out it like Bible what has happened between uh, Nate and Diana, and she finds out this is Nate's ex. She's upset he didn't tell her as she would be. 
Nate heads to his office to find Diana messing with his things, claiming that this office is hers again, and he tells her that investors don't get offices. And she mentions that the spectator needs help, so she decided to become a sponsor at the Kiki lingerie party, the Down to Your Skippies party, um, to help bring up their reputation. So Nate's like, well, now I have to go. And he, she assumes that they'll go together or he'll go solo. And she's, right. he says, well, no, actually, I have a girlfriend. And it won't look Girlfriend, good. Lola, and we'll both be there. So later, Lola and Serena go shopping. This is when they have the, the moment of the fire alarm. And Serena has that conversation with Lola. And so the photo gets posted of Lola on Gossip Girl, as well as the Charlotte Road stuff is out. So people are really talking about Lola so much so that Kiki has invited her to model in the lingerie party fashion show. I don't really know what to call it. Um, she immediately says no, but Serena says, no, this will impress Nate and it will impress, impress Diana so that you're a force not to be messed with. Like, okay. Doubt it. Diana's, Di- Diana's not, not threatened. Going to be threatened by you. No, she's not threatened by anyone. Truly. We then get the blast that Nate and Diana are going to the party together. So Nate tries to explain himself to Lola that Gossip Girl is lying. But Lola says, "You, I already know you were lying about dating Diana. So, of course, this is another lie. And Nate states that they shouldn't fight in his office because Diana is determined to kick him out. And so they don't want to give her any ammo. So he promises he's only going to this party as a work event, not for personal agenda. And he basically doesn't invite her to come with him. But at this point, are they working together? Yes. She told Serena they actually had to stage the fight in the office so Diana would overhear the fight. It's like the fight, the plan was set. I don't know when they had this That's what I want to know. Like, when was this plan in motion? They must have had like a text or phone call, right? Because we didn't see it. Probably right after the meeting on the street. Maybe. Did maybe. He go, no. Did it go back that far? I don't know. Maybe he felt guilty enough where he was like, I need to tell you that Diana and I actually used to date. Like, I, we don't Is there know. a deleted scene or we're know. just not supposed to see that? Maybe. Maybe there's a deleted scene. I don't know. Someone let us know. Um. So after that, Diana tells Nate that she overheard the fight naturally. And she says that it would look good if they go together. So he agrees to go together. So later on, Lola heads to see her cousin to tell her the latest on the Nate stuff. And so Serena says, well, you can stay home and wallow or you can model. So she invites her to come back to the lingerie show. And so Lola says, well, I'm going to bring a date again, all like planning. This is exactly what she needed. Right. And so the party is underway. Lola arrives with Aiden as her date. Serena says, once Lola meets Diana, we will... Serena says once Lola models, do not mean to say meets, Diana will see that Lola is this force not to mess with her. Nate will be so happy and they'll be the newest, hottest couple on the Upper East Side. Sure. Doubt it. So Lola states she wants to meet Diana first. So she goes over to her and she says, I'm modeling. And Diana's like, oh, here's your friend. And Aiden's like drooling over her. And she's like, oh, you better be careful. I might, You might lose two men to me tonight. Ew. Gross. Diana really rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, not I, a fan of her. Just it's like I'm here for her for Chuck's story. It's for the Chuck That's story. It. Yeah. I don't care about anything Every else. Every line she delivers feels like a joke. 
It does. To, to me. Disingenuine. It, exactly. Like, I can never tell. Are you actually telling the truth? Do you actually care about Nate? I don't know. Yeah. Nate convinced, is convinced that Diana came back for him, which very well might be the case. She's determined to ruin his relationship. And she says, ah, that's, not the, that's not true. I'll prove it to you. So she goes and she kisses Aiden and she brings him over to a dressing room and they start hooking up. But apparently this is what Nate and Lola wanted all along because I guess this plan has been in motion for however long it was in motion for. How him. did they know this was going to happen? They didn't. They did it. That's why it's so confusing. I'm like, wait, when did this start? I guess they know how easy she is. Right. I guess they knew. He's good looking. Is he 16? He can't be 16. There's no way he's 16. If he's a friend from Florida. A camp. They met at acting camp. Okay. He can't be 16. How old is Lola? 19? This is her first semester, first year at Juilliard. So 18, 19. 19. So he, has, this, he has to be 17, 18. This 16-year-old just from Florida traveled to New York by himself to look at Juilliard? No, he's he can't be 16. 16? He can't be. I'm supposedly. Not I'm not buying supposedly it. Supposedly 16. Um, so they start hooking up. Nate is videotaping it and threatens to post it that Aiden's only 16. This will be child pornography. And Diana's like, go ahead. Actually, you distributing this would make you also um, be next to me in the jail cell. So this whole thing backfired. And then what kills me the most is Serena getting upset over this. (laughs) Guys, Serena gets upset over this. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Why are you upset? You used me. You used me, she says. I'm like, you used Lola, though, this whole time. Um, So she's like, Lola, I can't believe you would do this. You needed me to get here. You were just planning on ruining Diana's life tonight and you need to go. And she tells her she can't model in the fashion show. I'm like, when are you the boss? Okay. So then Serena's in her her skivvies and she's (laughs) about to model the Serena, which now the assistant Tracy says, well, you actually can't model it because we called it the Lola and Serena Vanderwoodson can't wear the Lola. How are how so, is status so, so fleeting? Right, so please go and change, and we'll get something else for you to wear. And Serena's like, "What? What is happening to my life? Like all the things I used to know are getting ripped away from me." So the next day, Diana apologizes to Nate, stating she didn't realize how badly she hurt him back then with the Williams stuff, and he just doesn't know if they can actually work together peacefully, but she assures him we'll be okay. Also, by the way, I'm confessing. I do have feelings for you. Bullshit. She misses his young dick. (laughs) It's fresh young penis. That's all she misses. Mm -hmm. I just, that's it. She's full of shit. She also says, Oh, I I was punishing myself by coming clean about the gossip girl blast. No, or tips or whatever. No, 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 I'm not buying it because again, the way she's delivering it, she's like, (laughs) <laughs> like everything's a joke. It's, you can't take her seriously. Yeah, and Nate's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, she's like, well, nothing's gonna come between us. I will never do anything to hurt your relationship. And she got an office downstairs, right? And she said she has other business to take care of. Which I'm like, give me the chalk stuff, right? That's the only thing that matters. you're the one who donated blood. Maybe, like <sighs> at this point, right? Because if we're just bringing her back just for the Nate stuff, I'm sorry. We're not, not here for we're it. We're not. Not we're here. Clearly not. Yeah. So then after Serena posts um, 
about, well, Gossip Girl, about how Lola has staged these photos of her in the lingerie. Lola gets upset. She calls Nate, but she's told that he's with Diana and he can't be bothered. So to fuel her fire even more, the paparazzi come over and they start swarming her. And so she decides to let them take photographs she poses. of her. Yeah, she's like, here I am, every girl. <laughs> every girl on the street. Every girl, here I am. Um, and lastly, Lufus is in trouble. We have oh to mention God, this. Oh my God, Lufus. Whoops, Not, yeah. about you. Mm-hmm. And so Lily is struggling with living in Brooklyn, as we know. Um, and knowing that Chivy is living in her apartment is really getting to her, which again, all understandable. Um, so sweet Rufus, sweet, sweet Rufus. He says he, he spoke with Chivy. He spoke with her and says, you can have money if you give us back the apartment. We'll unfreeze the assets. So Lily is literally horrified. She's like, I cannot believe you negotiated with terrorists. So we don't do this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but Ivy agreed to do it. So all you have to do is just call your lawyer. And so Lily says that while it was a nice gesture, she can't live with Chivy living in her apartment and having ceased, oh, having ceased his money. So Rufus reminds her, they have a lot of money and just get your apartment back. Let's, let's just did get you, this in the past. Did you think this was wrong of Rufus to do this? I felt it. Uh, it did overstep a boundary. It overstepped a boundary because he went behind Lily's back to call Chivy. And we know uh, Lily is not keen on Chivy. Right. And so much so to say... Hey, we'll unfreeze the assets. It's not your money. Yeah, it's it's, it's CC's it's, money. It's bad, and also the fact of like again, we like Chivy, but I can understand how Lily's feeling. Right, and Rufus seems to be obviously more understanding of Chivy than Lily is. But yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't know the the Chivy we know either. So no. like the fact that he's like, yeah, I'll just unfreeze the assets. I'll get Lily to do it. Right. You know, it, right. he's stepping on a boundary there too. And so Lily says, yeah, I'll call the lawyer. She ends up not calling the lawyer. And Ivy's lawyer calls Rufus, stating that she was told there was going to be a check at the bank. But, of course, it's nowhere to be found. Rufus realizes Lily never did call her lawyer. And now she's basically going to make Chivy homeless because she's going to make sure she gets to the apartment before Chivy can get back in because Chivy left the key there. And she's going to lock her out somehow. This is really messed up. It, but also, is it? it right. <laughs> it's messed know. up because we feel for Chivy, but we understand Lily's point of view here. Right. And so Luf- R- Rufus is like, I can't believe you did that. You lied to me for the millionth time. I'm so sick of this. And Lily's like, let's just go to let's just go back. Let's stop fighting. I'm you know, I'm over it. And he's like, but I'm not. You lied to me. But- but you went behind her. Exactly. <laughs> you went behind her back regarding the mother and the assets, which was bad. Mm-hmm. And I get you're not over it because she lied again, but you also did something yep. sketchy. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So she says, let's go home. He says, mm, the Brooklyn Loft is actually looking a lot more like home for me. And so she ends up going back to the Vanderwoodson Loft and he stays in Brooklyn. Yeah, and to be continued with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's my lovely summary for this episode. So many frustrating... What a doozy. Frustrating parts Yikes. Yeah, next week's episode may be a tad better, but that's a stretch. They better have 
bangers in the last four. Bangers? Because oh my goodness, next week we're to. hitting episode twenty. There's only twenty four, right. which only twenty four. I mean, it's a lot. Um, but I feel like what can we do with? We need to have like huge things in the next four episodes because yeah, I'm, it is like really going downhill. How far have you watched? I only watched um into the maybe the beginning of twenty one. Okay. But that is it, and I don't even remember. So you haven't gotten happened. to the penultimate because usually no. those are the best, you know. No, and I'm I'm trying to find out. I have to read the summaries, maybe of when the thing I know is happening happens. Mm. So mm. we'll see. Okay, um, I'm assuming probably penultimate to the end of the season, right, 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 because it's a big thing. So right, all right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with Jacqueline and Courtney. Yay. Jacqueline is one of our patrons. She's been our patron for a while now, and yeah. she was like, um. Do you need guests? I'm like, yes, please come on. Why haven't we thought of this? Why haven't we thought of this earlier? So uh, just stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back from your break. We are joined by our patron, Jacqueline, and her pod friend, Bestie. Courtney from Caffeinated Crimes Podcast. As I'm spitting all over the mic, welcome, ladies. Hi. We're so happy to have yeah. you. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, happy to be here. So let us know about your Gossip Girl journey because I'm curious as to how many times you have watched, binged maybe. What do you love about it? What do you hate about it? Go ahead. You want me to go first? Okay. You're just pointing at me? Okay. <laughs> I should say. Anyway. Good point. Uh, yeah. So I've watched it twice all the way through. So the first time I watched it was like right after it ended. So that was if like it all was on Netflix and I was like, let's go. We're going to binge it. Um, it was spoiled for me, like season one, who Gossip Girl was. So like I knew the whole time. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Because it like had just happened. So everyone was talking about it. Um, and then mm. I recently rewatched it as like my – covid pandemic life sucks rewatch so yeah. i was like it's perfect it is the perfect palate cleanser for a pandemic <laughs> did you feel the same way about it the second time you watched or did you like get a different perspective maybe because i mean if you watched it when it was just came out that was 2012 so yeah. a long time ago i definitely felt now. really old because <laughs> I was in college when I first watched it, and I was like, oh, totally. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is how people live. And now I'm like, no, that's not how people <laughs> live. Um, right. But I really did enjoy it. There's so many storylines. It kind of felt like rewatching it for the first time all over again because I forgot so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. I can that. see that. Yeah. What about you, Jacqueline? Yeah, yeah, I started watching it the first time probably around like 2015 or 2016. And I watched like three episodes and I was like, eh, I don't like it. And then um, when you guys started doing the pod, I was like, okay, let me give it another try. And so I started it then, like when you all started, and then I finished it in, you know, like eight weeks or so. <laughs> so, um, But I've just watched it the one time, but then obviously I've been listening along um, every week. So I hear the recaps and everything. And it's the same thing that Courtney said. It's like, oh, wow, I forgot this happened and this yeah. happened. And it, it really is can be like so many shows in one because so much is happening. Yeah, even watching the episode right. for like this episode, I was like, I only watched the show like two months ago and I don't remember half of this. Like, I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Do you either of you have like a favorite storyline that you can remember so far? <laughs> trying to think with like 
where we're at to make yeah. sure we don't yeah. say anything. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. I think I've always loved like the Blair and Chuck back and forth. For some reason, that always hooked me in. Just like, will they, won't they? Okay. Like, are they going to be okay. together? Are they not? So. So you're a chair stand. I am. I am. I know it's controversial. <laughs> okay. And watching it now, I was like, <laughs> but I still can't help it. Mm-hmm. I love them. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. go back to your roots. Yeah. First time you I agree, watch. We're like, like, yeah. Yeah, like you watch them and you're like, oh, it's so problematic, but like I still root for you. I don't know why, <laughs> but I do. And it's, you know, it, it's, and you know how toxic they are, but I still just enjoy, I think like Courtney said too, like the back and forth and then like, okay, now what's going to happen and just the kind of not really knowing how it's going to end and everything. Yeah. Do you guys feel that chuck is being genuine in this episode when we were discussing uh we felt like we don't know if it was 100 percent selfless him paying the dowry what do you guys think because i feel like i'm i'm on the fence if i believe that was fully selfless of him or not i'm always torn with him it's kind of always hard to tell but I feel like he did come like a long way like throughout the show and maybe he's trying to be better. So like maybe in his heart he's trying to be selfless, but he might not actually be like. <laughs> right. right. It's like a step in the right direction. Yeah. But it's like. Like to him, this feels selfless, but maybe but it's, it's like, hey, if I get 100%. Blair back too, then win, win. But. Right. <laughs> hope, a hope for more yeah. Yeah. that could come for you that. You feel the same way, Jacqueline? Yeah, I think, like, on, like, a spectrum, he's, like, leaning more towards selfless than he has previously, but I think it's still in the back of his mind that he still has those selfish motives, but I don't think it's, like, overpowering at this point. I mean, isn't that part of the whole human experience? It would be pretty tough in his position to not feel that way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You know, like, you do this good deed, but you're still secretly hoping, this is the love of your life, that maybe one day this really will... I don't know, Mm -hmm. sway her and we could be together. I mean, I don't know what happens, but I'm convinced they're endgame. And like you were saying, like you guys are chair stands. I don't love chair, but at this point, to me, they are the couple of Gossip Girl. Yeah. You know, it just makes sense. Gossip Girl is chair, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. Yeah. I don't like any other couple. So, (laughs) yeah, I think because they're consistent too, even though they're. On and off, right. like everyone they else are. is kind of, you know, it's not really, uh, like consistent mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, they're like they kind of jump all over the place. They go back to each other, yeah, yeah. right, exactly. right. So like, you know what to expect almost, and yeah, every time we're doing this again, I'm like, why am I surprised that we're doing this again? <laughs> that we're going the, the back and forth. I'm like, why am I surprised? This is what they do, yeah. right? So at mm-hmm. least you can rely on that. But, so how do you guys feel about seeing Dan and Blair being together? Do you hate I it? I hate it. I, <laughs> yes. Your faces are great. I <laughs> never thought it no. made sense personally. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I feel like at this point, like I listened to one of your recent episodes and you were saying like, these are some of like the worst episodes. And I feel like the writers were like, who haven't we put together? Yeah. Dan, there we go. <laughs> that that one marked right. out and off like... It just felt right. forced to me, I guess. Right. And Michelle I do was, think... Oh, sorry, Jacqueline, go ahead. Um, like, I, I don't enjoy them together, but it does feel like 
realistic in terms of like you have a friend group and it's like oh everyone kind of dates mm-hmm. everyone and eventually you reach a point and you're like oh well we haven't tried this yet so let's give it a shot and see what happens you yeah. know so it, it does feel realistic to me but I, I don't enjoy them together either yeah, but I will say like yeah. this episode I was like okay that's kind of sweet <laughs> Like, yeah. It was yes. kind of sweet. That was Agreed. the best part. Yes. Okay, like that's not too yes. bad, but like overall, I just don't think they're sustainable or like make sense, really. Do you like right. them as a friendship, though? Do you see a friendship there? I really dislike Dan in general this season, <laughs> so it's hard yeah. to like enjoy his different pairings. But um, it's it's. It's unique, I feel like. I feel like it's a different relationship than any of the other relationships in the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just refreshing, kind of like how Lily and Chuck have that refreshing relationship that you don't yes. see very mm-hmm. often. You're like, okay, we mm-hmm. like that because it's different. I feel like that's why I gravitate towards Dan and Blair because it's something different, something that we don't see. And I do feel like, and I've said this time and time again, but I feel like they have good chemistry whether that's romantically or not i feel like the chemistry is still there mm-hmm. so i like to like to see that yeah you know yeah it's like they're actually together because they want to be together and not because they have these ulterior motives or they're trying to get ahead or get mm-hmm. you know information or like all the other relationships seem to be that way where they're very you know toxic and manipulative and dan and blair are more just you know they just like being together. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, do you guys have favorite characters? Dorota. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were texting about this when we watched it and we were like, she's like the only character like you don't hate at some point. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she's, she's our, she's our rock. Um, I've also always <laughs> loved Serena and I don't know if that's cause I just adore Blake Lively, but mm-hmm. I've always loved Serena. Yeah, I was shitting on her before in the beginning. <laughs> she's, well, she was rough in this episode. In this episode, mm. this episode it was bad, but it was yes. really bad. Yeah, yeah, but I I like hearing Serena because as we said before, we always get so many Blairs, Blair, Blair, mm-hmm. Blair. Everyone loves Blair, and like I love Blair too. But I like when people say Serena because I feel like it's not a very um, frequent answer, at least on this podcast of people we've talked to. So she's just and she. Sometimes it just she's too much. Sometimes to take a break from her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And this episode was just a poor representation of who she yeah. really is. I'm hoping we're gonna pass this evil spout. Hopefully, it's not good. I feel like in general, you like at different times either love or hate her. Like there's usually yeah. not like a middle ground. It's like, oh man, I loved Serena this episode, yeah. or man, I hated Serena this episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And I definitely have felt that on this yeah. podcast watching like all oh, right i really enjoyed serena i feel like in the earlier seasons michelle and i were picking her as like mvp a lot and now i feel like it's really far and few between when i pick her at all or care about her storyline because i feel like the writers really didn't do much with her character towards the end of the show so yeah i look forward to seeing where she ends up i Me mean too. i know like, some aspect mm-hmm. of it but like she's really lost right now she's in a dark place yeah, she needs to find herself. She needs to find what makes her happy because being Gossip Girl is definitely toxic for her. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not ending yeah. well. She's ruining a relationship with a cousin that she didn't even know she really had. Also, it's her sister, which she will eventually, I'm sure, find that out. So she might right. want to be nice to her. <laughs> you 
know. And she tried so hard to get her to hang out to with hang her. To hang out with her. And then this all, she's clouded. Bad judgment. Yeah, it was like Bad she judgment. was like using her and then she was like, you used me? I'm so mad. And I'm like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that part, that's when the, the it hit it for me. I was like, oh, no, Serena, not today. Yeah. <laughs> But you can tell Serena, like, truly believes that. Like, she doesn't think that she did anything wrong. She truly believes, like, oh, you screwed me over, not the other way around. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she's a little... uh, Gossip Girl put a spell over her. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's exactly Mm -hmm. what is... Because it's true. She felt nothing. Like, she did nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. How dare Mm -hmm. you? It's like, hello? Yeah. (laughs) What have you been doing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, let's go into some questions. So we have Jess. She wants to know, should Chuck have paid Blair's dowry? Should he have said anything or just have kept it a secret? Well, Michelle and I were saying how he really cut, could have kept it a secret, but the fact that Nate needed the money for the spectator, kind of, he would have had to tell him. So, and Nate had to blabbermouth it. So um, do you guys think that Chuck should have paid Blair's dowry? How do you feel about it? I don't think it would be Chuck if he didn't. Like, I think it's, like, Mm. the most, like, representation of Chuck of, like, of course I'm just going to pay it. Like, I'm going to pay it. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. Right. And he definitely, he didn't intentionally make sure that Blair knew that. But then I also wonder, like, "Mm, did he say something so that it would get back around to Blair? Because that also would be kind of Chuck. Yeah, like, I think he would have told her at some point. Like, it would have come out at some Mm -hmm. point. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can't imagine if it was anyone else but Blair if he would have said, yeah, I'll pay that for you. Like, if Nate really, like, let's just say Nate needed a lot of money for the spectator, I mean, maybe he would have done that. I think he would have, especially now. I think he would have. But if it was Nate needing to get out of a marriage contract with, I don't know, maybe he would. Maybe. It just seems, it's hard for me to believe him sometimes. Mm So, while I think he had... Good intentions. Um, do I think he should have done it? I think yes. Like you said, it's very Chuck have to have done it. Yeah. But should he have done it? Ooh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how Georgina would have gotten her out of the contract anyway. They, I don't know if do we ever find out what Georgina was trying to do. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I know. I don't know. Is it it might have just been point? convenient for the writers. They're like, all right, let's just. We got to get rid of this guy yeah, now, exactly. so here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he was gone even before they were divorced, yeah. Louis. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't, that was his last episode, so we knew something bad was coming there. I'm so glad he's gone, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, same. It feels he, so much better yeah. now that he's not involved with anything, and he needed to I did go. like Beatrice, though. I did like yeah, Sophie. she was fun. They were fun characters, but he Louis needed- was like, uh towards the end, so unbearable as a character. Yeah. That whole storyline yeah. just drove me crazy. I think as a chair fan, it kind of stressed me out, too. I was like, mm, I don't like the direction yeah. of this. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, she married someone else. Like, that was mm-hmm. it, Chuck. I mean, we knew it wasn't lasting, but right. she did marry someone. Because yeah. then <laughs> it was know? like, is this going to be big the steps. new thing? Like, is this staying? Like, what's going to happen? Right. Yeah, like, first time you watched, like you said, Jacqueline, I'm sure everyone was panicked like oh my god is Blair really gonna go through with this and like there is a part of me I was there's no way she's gonna go through with this and then she does mm-hmm. and you're like well there's no way this is lasting <laughs> because 
I remember I, th- I thought the same thing when they actually got married. And I was like, wait, no, this that, that wasn't going to happen. That didn't supposed to. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, Mike said, thoughts on Chuck's red sweatsuit. Was it a one piece? <laughs> it was a total onesie. <laughs> we finally get Chuck in athleisure wear. <laughs> and this was it. It was so terrible. It was a step above that other outfit, though, with the purple and the yellow with the headband. Was it? He looked like a Teletubby. <laughs> He looked like a Teletubby po. in both. Wasn't Poe the red Teletubby? Poe. Lala, Poe. I don't remember the other one's names. But remember his purple outfit. No, I remember. That was also Teletubby. <laughs> yeah, but this was straight up it was really red bad. Teletubby. And he also, it was from bad. behind, looked like a child. <laughs> he really like, did. He had like, he looked so tiny. <laughs> I'm like, not a good look. Like Nate's in like normal athleisure. And Chuck is in that. What is that? I mean, he has how yeah, much money? Like, funny. you can't just buy, like, something a little nicer. <laughs> that looked like Walmart yeah. right there. I mean, I'm sure it was, like, a $10,000 jumpsuit. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was not necessary to play whatever sport you thought you were playing in that. No, I think he probably, that was, like, I finished. Let me just throw this on. Throw it up. Uh-huh. Step and into it. And it has it. this up all the way, way to the hood. What is the purpose of that? To zip your face all the way in the hood. Yeah. I never understood that? that. Yeah, he had. It was like the zipper went like all the way up. So is that so you could fold down and have like a nice cowl? A uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you know, these rich know. people leaving their sporting got to zip up and cover up so you can't see them. You know, because they're incognito. Yeah. You got to hide. Yeah, it must be what it is. I just I can't really picture Chuck playing a sport though. No, no. no. I feel like he definitely like, went down all. there and was like, "I'm just gonna wear this, and people will think I worked out." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I also can't really picture him like at the gym. No, with other people or no. anything like that. Didn't so. he play a game? Didn't he play squash? Who played squash? I, no, Serena on the horse that that time when she ran off with the on the horse wasn't that a squash game or something? something. Isn't squash where you play with a power? Isn't squash when you're on the horse and you hit? Isn't that polo? Oh, that's polo. <laughs> <laughs> Is that polo? Is it horse isn't polo? squash? Like essentially the same horse thing? Polo? I think. I thought, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Wow. I don't know those British so sports. Sorry, British no. listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he did have that the outfit, that awful purple outfit. The basketball. first season, it was basketball. And right. even then, I was mm-hmm. like, this doesn't make any sense for Chuck to be playing basketball. No, what's the sport that's like badminton? Not badminton, racquetball. That's squash. It is squash. Yeah, but did Chuck play squash? Who am, why? I have this vision of Chuck playing squash with someone. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. He... I think you might be right. Now I, it's, I'm blanking it on it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't it's matter. irrelevant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Will wants to know, how fast can Diana leave this show? How many more episodes do we have left? Trying to stay positive, but this is rough. This makes season four OC look like season one of OC. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's harsh, Will, but I agree. What yeah, are your thoughts on Diana? Mm. Oh, she's so annoying. She's really annoying. She is, right? It's just... I thought it was just me. (laughs) Something about her face and, like, I don't know if it's, like, her character or the actress, but, like, when she talks, she's, like, always, like, has this weird smile. I don't know. I just want to slap her. (laughs) Verbatim. That's what Liz said. said I said that. It's like she has never... It's like a ventriloquist. Like, she has never left that... The smile has never left her face, even when she's Mm -hmm. sad or happy or mysterious. Like... 
every time she delivers something, I'm like, is she joking? I right. never. I mean, know. she was smiling it's... while saying like child pornography. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> what a freak! And she was like, ha ha, gotcha. <laughs> Her eyebrows just like go up. Like she'll need Botox yeah. soon. You know, like she's like. <laughs> yeah it was watching her every time michelle and i are like please just get to the chuck stuff because we know that's why you're here please we're dying mm-hmm. to get to it yeah and just this like fluff of nate and lola it was so badly done i just it was just not a good part of the episode my honestly my favorite part of the episode was when Dan and Blair were on the Met steps like I was like oh that's nice yeah. that seems mm-hmm. like something that I would enjoy yeah but everything like Diana she just her character is so damn annoying mm-hmm. and I agree yeah. with the like the fluff storylines with her it's like can you can you get to the point just of why you're stuff. here we don't need yeah do yeah. you do you think she actually still has feelings for Nate yeah I don't know mm. just the sex right I mean, I would yeah. She I don't. She, yeah. She doesn't seem to have any kind of real like anything. No. Like, no. She's very a very fake person in general. It right. seems like so. Yeah. Yeah. She, just, she doesn't seem to have any relationships with anyone. Like any mm-hmm. real relationship. Yeah. She just wants to. You use never hear her like she can. Like, can you get me a step yeah. ahead? Nope. Okay. Bye. Like. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. So there, I guess we'll find out more about her, but how fast, uh, well, I guess to answer Will's question, Michelle, how long do you think Diana will be with us? Two episodes. Two more and that's it for her. She's yeah. on the island. We got to, we got to figure this. We got to wrap this up. <laughs> I know. It needs we, to be wrapped it's up. It's got to go. She's got to yeah. go. And I can't believe next week we'll be on episode 20. Right. That means there's only four weeks left of this season that's crazy. We're hitting the mm-hmm. the end of the season and I can't I just can't believe it. The time has just flown by. I know. Twenty twenty two. You know here. what though? I'll be happy to see her go to the island. Me too. You know, I'll usually be happy I like I'm like really they're going no, she can she can go. Yeah, I'm, I'd be happy to see that too. Yeah. Kim asks, why does Lily always keep things from Rufus? Although I do not agree with how Chivy handled things, I don't think Lily should keep him out of major decisions. Do you think Lily was wrong or was he overreacting? Uh, Michelle and I felt like they were both a little wrong Yeah, in this scenario. Yeah, yeah I agree. Big lack of communication. I mean, <laughs> always. 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 Though. And it's like, how many times can we lie in our marriage? And have it be okay. This is not healthy for any any relationship. Yeah. So just very immature, just the way that they handle their relationship with each other, yeah. and just very childish. And there's a reason that you know she's been in so many different relationships because clearly she just mm-hmm. can't get it together as right. far as that goes. I mean, they've been married for I want to say maybe like two years ish at this point but they've been together maybe like since the start so maybe like four years but every couple of seasons like every chunk of episodes it's like lily's lying again lily's lying again it's like you go through (laughs) Mm -hmm. this pattern of we love lily oh lily oh we love lily and then rufus is saying something stupid it's just (laughs) this couple we used to just really love them and i'm it's finding it's from finding it hard to root for them yeah at this moment yeah. But do you guys think that Rufus was like stepping over boundaries by calling Chivy and the lawyer situation? Like he just kind of told Lily, you need to call your lawyer and get the assets unfrozen. 
without really telling her they were going to do it. I think he was trying to help, but I do think that he needed to step back and let her handle the situation with her family. But I think I think he had good intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the end, it like is her family. Like I know they're married, but they also got married like way later in life where it's like this is like your money and your assets. So it's like. Yeah, kind of hard to like step over that, like especially with the whole right. history of it too, like the whole shit mm-hmm. show that it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. And this is like, and yeah, it's Lily's finances, and essentially, like Rufus has finances because Lily has so much mm-hmm. money. So I wouldn't be really getting in involved if it was me and his comment about how oh you're set for multiple generations and that might be it but that's not your call to make and to make that assumption that she would be okay with that is not right either so i didn't i didn't like the way he did that yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. not good oh i spilled water down my (laughs) down my face (laughs) It always happens with a big jug like I that. I can't stand this water bottle, but it's what I got. You have to hydrate. It's important. Our patrons are probably like, where's your gallon water bottle? It broke, guys. <laughs> I I actually left an entire, it was full, and I left it in the freezer at work um, mm. over a weekend period, and then came back, and the entire thing was shattered around a frozen <laughs> piece of ice. Oh, no. oh man. <laughs> So I learned my lesson there, and I'm on to this half gallon, but I can't drink out of it because it has such a big spout. So there you go. Yeah. You story. should look into a hydro jug, I will say. Big fan. <laughs> do they have 64 ounce? Mm-hmm. Do you know? I'm sure yeah, they do, it's right? like, Do they have a mouthpiece? Yeah, it has a yeah, handle, a like a handle, it? like this. That's good and because like I have to hold straw. this with two hands. Yeah. I'm going to get that. And you oh. can get like a sleeve and get like a little carrying thing to make it look like a purse, which is really helpful too. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. A crossbody. It's got total Betty crossbody water bottle. Jug. <laughs> we can rock that. We should. We should get it. It's perfect. I'm going to literally when we're done with this. Can I'm you look that up? Can you ha- handle that? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, Vic wants to know, what were your thoughts uh, for you both, because they've heard ours, but what were your thoughts on Vanessa and Jenny, since they are the most hated characters of the fandom of Gossip Girl? Jacqueline, go ahead. I'll let oh. Courtney go first. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I I don't hate Jenny. Um, Courtney does. Courtney hates Jenny. Uh, <laughs> but I... I don't like her, but I also feel like she's the same as every other character, but she's younger and she's poor, so they don't like her, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she does the same things that everyone else does. Um, so I don't, I don't, you know, like her as a character, but I also don't have the hatred for her that most people do. Um, do you want to talk about Jenny and then we'll talk yeah. about Vanessa? Um I don't know. It just got to the point, like, anytime I saw her face, I just wanted to slap her. Like, with her dark eyeshadow, <laughs> like, eyeliner, like, I... <laughs> so yeah. It was... It, she just, like, started out, like, okay, but then she just got to the point. And, like, I understand, like, why she was the way she was because of everything that happened, but I just hated her. I felt like she just caused so much drama. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the black yeah, eyeliner she- Jenny is definitely like, the worst version yeah. of Jenny. That was her darkest time, the darkest storylines for her at that point. Yeah, the girl 
it, she really didn't stand a chance yeah. <laughs> to these these people in this this world. So, mm-hmm. um, but what about Vanessa? I'm dying to know. Um, I like Vanessa in the beginning. Don't like her by what is it, like season four ish when mm-hmm. maybe three. Can't remember exactly when her storyline starts to go downhill. But at first, you know, she's very like refreshing and like she's not like all the other characters and then she is like all the other characters and then it's just so like her and then hate her basically yeah i have kind of the same feelings where it was like at the beginning like i really really like loved her i was like oh it's such a nice like fresh Mm -hmm. take like someone who's like doesn't really care that much about like the whole scene but then it's she got sucked in just like everyone else and then it was like eh Right. Here we go. Another just kind of copycat character of everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And to go along with that, she also wants to know, would you rather be an it girl like Serena or kind of a nobody like Vanessa? I'm going to go with Vanessa. Yeah. Vanessa. I would be a nobody. Yeah. yeah. But- for sure. I'd love to have Serena's money. I'm not going to pretend like oh, I wouldn't. Sure. I mean, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> but, a yeah. little bit of a sprinkle would be yeah, nice. But I don't know if I would like to be written about yeah every mm-hmm. day since i was 14 years old yeah, yeah that's true but i couldn't again, i couldn't handle the spotlight like that Mm-mm. no right it's a big she's got a big responsibility and even in this episode too she's like oh kiki told us we could have the lingerie like pick out anything you want and i was like oh yeah like you forget that she is entitled mm-hmm. i mean she never mm-hmm. comes off a- across that way but she does have opportunities that most of the other buns don't have. I mean, and that's I all she knows. Nate, like, but right, it's mm-hmm. all she knows. Yeah. Right. So if there wasn't Gossip Girl, maybe I would be. I mean, you're still going to be talked about, but I would probably be more inclined to want to be like Serena, but most likely just Vanessa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a nobody like Vanessa. Yeah. Um, would you tell your significant other that your ex was coming into town to save your company? <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I guess eventually you would have to tell them, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I'm a pretty open yeah. communicator. Yeah, I, think- I don't really hold much back. So I'm like, this is going to be trouble if I don't. So might as well. Same. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I feel like, you know, they would find out eventually. So it's like, mm, might as well. Might as well be open about that in the beginning because it's it's always going to lead to that. So yeah, that's what I thought right. the second time I watched the show. Is I was like, wow, like all of this would be solved if people would just talk to each other, like just have a co- one conversation, mm-hmm. five minute conversation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and that's all the shows, <laughs> every the single truth? show. Yeah. Like, yeah, this yep. could have been avoided if we talked about it, but then we wouldn't have you know the issues we have in gossip. <laughs> right. But I can't I can't imagine it would be easy to have your ex come in and like actually pay or give you money, like loan you money. Like it's such a dicey situation. Yeah. And then for your partner to be like, oh, this person's helping you out and giving yeah. you money. It's a really I I think the disconnect, Ugh. I never really associated them as a couple. No. Yeah. And they're so true. new. I yeah. think like Lola right. and Nate, where it's like, would you say it? Because then it's like you don't really know that much mm. about me. Like me currently, I'm like five years in. So I'm like, well, I got to tell you because, you know, you're going to right. out. But right. <laughs> like a few weeks in, you're like, eh, do I really have to? Like if she's just going to disappear? Yeah. And him point. and Diana were just a fling. They were never really anything. Right. They weren't like, mm-hmm. I love you, girlfriend, no. boyfriend. It was like we so, just we hook up a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
which is still intimidating and not cool in terms of how I understand Lola's feelings. But then it was all a ruse anyway. Right, which is all was mm -hmm. so confusing. Very confusing. Like, when did that, when did the two of them start working together? When do you both think that Lola and Nate solidified this plan of, like, let's do something to Diana? Because they clearly don't show when they came up with this. Like, you don't know when they're actually fighting and when they're not. Like, when it's for the plan. We don't know when yeah, this happened. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was confused too with that storyline because then it reaches the that point and you're like, wait, how do we get here? And then you think back on, like you said, like when were they actually fighting and when were they pretend fighting? And I don't really know when that all. I don't know if that's something the writers planned or if they're just like, yeah, we should just you know toss this in. This sounds good. <laughs> Let's right. throw in a little uh, a little yeah. surprise here. Right. Vic also wants to know, when Georgina said she would handle it, did you think that meant Chuck would pay off the dowry? Now, this is kind of like what I was trying to, I was having like Articulate. brain f- fart. Yeah. Like, did Chuck know Georgina was going to figure out this situation for Blair? How else would have Georgina handled it if Chuck didn't pay the dowry? I'm like, does Chuck know Georgina was handling it? Like, I was didn't know I don't know what the case was, but I really don't know what Georgina would have done besides blackmail Louis somehow, maybe. But yeah, what would I, she have? I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'm stumped. Yeah, I think this is another <laughs> of like the writers were like, convenient. Yeah. Like we're not gonna think it through. Uh-huh. Like we're just gonna go with it. Right. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like all the questions we ever have on this podcast, there's like We'll just throw that in because it's convenient for our storyline, but it doesn't actually make sense and we'll never go back to it. And we never let things go either. And we don't let it go, but we're like, but that doesn't make any sense or why did they do that? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is more infuriating about Serena? The fact that she can't decide between Nate and Padge or that she doesn't want to be in the spotlight and then when she's not in the spotlight, she's completely jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I think actually the whole between Padge and Nate. Yeah, the, the love triangle, because, that was so frustrating. Yeah, this spotlight thing is her first time experiencing that it could be taken away from her. So I understand where she's coming from, even though I've never been there, but I can understand where she's coming from. Right. So that's what I'm going to go for that. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think the the Dan and Nate thing is really infuriating because she's just like, she just thinks so highly of herself and just, you know, oh, well, I'll do this and then I'll do that. And like, they're both still going to want me and then everything is good. And like, they're just going to, you know, fight over me and I can just choose whoever I want and they'll still be there. And just the way that she like looks down upon other people. I don't think even like intentionally, I think just the way that she's always lived her life. That's just how she views other people. Like, I don't think she even has like malice thought about it is just, oh, I'm I'm it and obviously they're gonna want me no matter what. So yeah. Just that like general mindset is so infuriating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. And I think with like the spotlight is like she like actually thought she didn't want to be in the spotlight and then was like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I do. So then it's like annoying, but a little less annoying. It feels a little less intentional than the whole like mm-hmm. love triangle. Yes. Right, and I Agreed. think it makes sense because I feel as though when they graduated high school and all of those that blast goes out and the Gossip Girl calls her irrelevant, and I feel like she probably never let that go. And so yeah. now she's like, well, 
I don't want to be in the spotlight, but then nobody will know me or remember me or, you know, going down in history is I'm Serena Vanderwoodson, but what does that mean? And I think it probably stems from not wanting to be irrelevant in this town life situation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, well, I think that was frustrating. The love triangle was way more infuriating to watch (laughs) than her being irrelevant. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and final question, when do you think, Michelle, when Chuck will find out who actually donated the blood? Will it be next week? Will it be the following week? Will it be the season finale? Maybe two episodes. Episode Because Diana, I gave full two, so. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give two episodes. Do you think the episode where Diana leaves the show is the same episode we'll find out that she potentially gave the blood? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good prediction. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that is all of our questions. Do you guys have anything you want to discuss? Anything that stood out to you? Anything that bothered you that you loved that we haven't talked about already? Let me look at my notes. Mm, same. <laughs> mm. um, I did make a note when Blair tells Chuck that they could never just be friends. Like I made like I like highlighted that because I'm like that is very true. Like th- there's no way that the two of them could ever have any kind of like relationship that wasn't romantic or sexual or any like there's there's no way they could be like just platonic friends like that was something that um stood out to me and then as much as I don't like Dan and Blair together I did love him like making her a princess at the end like that was just like super sweet yeah that was really sweet yeah I did like that that was a nod I want to actually I have a question and this is this is petty of me to even comment on this but <laughs> does Padge's hair trigger you at all because I can't let yes. go of the long hair like every episode is getting worse and worse what's going on yeah it's really bad same yeah that's all I can think about when I see him in these episodes I'm just like this is so who decided this was a good look I don't yeah. and mm. it looks wet it all looks the time so, it looks so <laughs> wet all what the is time. happening and it's like it's damper dampening this like cute moment <laughs> between him and Blair and he's crowning her. And I'm like, this is so sweet. And she's looking back at him. I'm like, ew. Like, <laughs> And it's funny yeah. because this whole time, I feel like they've made jokes here and there, like Blair, Blair saying, you need to cut your hair. You need yeah. to cut your hair. And it was just, it just keeps getting longer and longer. And I'm like, does she not care at this point? He looks unkempt. <laughs> like it does not look yeah, good. It's getting longer, it's- greasier and wetter. And I'm just, Every time he comes on screen, poor you. Oh, I have to, I'm like a broken record. I'm like, what is happening with his hair? It's like, focus on the scene. I can't. I'm just like, it's going to get to a point where you could just put it back. Right. He's going to make a man bun yeah. soon. That might be better. I'm not sure. Season six, his hair is shorter. Okay. From the pictures I've seen, because I haven't actually watched, but... Yeah, it uh, it looks better. Yeah. Definitely I, the best, like better than this. This and is I, the worst. Yeah. And I know it's just mm-hmm. hair. It's... It doesn't reflect his character. Scott hair all over again. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know they <laughs> don't have bad hair care. They're not conditioning. It's no. not good. They're not. No. <laughs> it's just not good. Yeah. yeah. Courtney, have you dabbled in any other teen dramas in the realm of obviously what we do is you know talk about teen dramas? So <laughs> yeah. we've talked about the OC. We've talked about One Tree Hill. We're watching Friday Night Lights right now. So have you dabbled in any of those? Yes, I've watched One Tree Hill. Um, I'm actually in the middle of a rewatch right now. So because nice. it's been quite a long time since I've watched it. Um, <laughs> but I love 
I haven't watched the OC, but I love most teen dramas. <laughs> Is this one your favorite, you think, or do you have a, a different favorite? It'd be tough between this one and One Tree Hill, but Gossip yeah. Girl might win a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Courtney loves Veronica Mars, oh, too. Veronica <gasps> Mars is my favorite. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> I would love to go back and rewatch Me that. I watched that in too. such a blur, and I loved every minute of it, and I never wanted it to end. And then like the, the newer season, I was like, oh, no, no, no. Did you watch the newer season? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, didn't we talk I'm about it? Mad. We did. I just didn't make sure. I'm still mad. I know. still mad. Won't I'm spoil. I won't still, spoil. Um, I think about it a lot, actually, more than I should. Same. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it still hurts me to this Yeah, day. I made yeah. my fiance um, watch it with me. And like, I'll still just be like, I can't believe it. Like, he loves it because he I loves like I any. I can't believe it. Like, controversy. Like, he hates teen dramas. So anything that's like not yeah. a stereotypical ste- like teen drama storyline, he's like, I love it. And I'm like, no, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It Well, yeah, because that show was it came out in the time that these shows were on but it was so different oh, it's so good mm-hmm. and it you know it was short but sweet and just everything wish, about it was so perfect i wish out of all of the shows i could watch that one for the first, first time, time again, again. same mm-hmm. yep out of all of the shows and you know the oc's my favorite veronica mars i wish i could watch it for the first yeah, time same. that was the most enjoyable watch I think I had in a really it's such a clever show so to good. add it's like so good. mystery, but also the teenage aspect yeah. of it. It just was so good, oh and all the characters are so lovable. It just yeah. really good, yeah. yeah. So. And like season <sighs> two was uh, like future. just as good as season one too. Like they didn't like yeah. drop the ball like mm-hmm. normally. Like it was so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah and like you said, like it's just so different too. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like you know all the other shows have some kind of similar like oh yeah, is it? but it was just like fresh you know and yeah, yeah. Like you kind of don't new. see any because every season pretty much ends on like a cliff not a cliffhanger but like you figure out the mystery in the mm-hmm. end and every time you're like oh wow i didn't see that coming so it, mm-hmm. it was yeah good. and veronica really and good. keith are I just yeah the sweetest <gasps> daddy daughter <gasps> duo of all time oh my, I know. Oh my god i love that keith mars oh my goodness what a perfect dad yeah. mm-hmm. love him yes he's great i gotta rewatch that yeah, soon same. i think <laughs> mm. that that's it, ladies. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having yes, us. Yes, thank you all. It was so nice meeting you, Courtney. It was nice meeting you. Yeah. And uh, I hope we get to chat soon. And when Michelle's yes. done with Gossip Girl, we can chat all spoilers and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything. Uh, so. Before we hang up, tell us about your podcast. You, me too. Okay. So <laughs> we do. We have a <laughs> both look at each other. <laughs> we have a podcast, Caffeinated Crimes. It's spoiler alert about crime um so (laughs) it is a true crime podcast so each week um we just take on a different topic like we have a different topic each episode um and yeah we just tell you all about it put some of our thoughts in try to make you happy at the end with a perk of the week um but yeah cute Cute. awesome yeah we'll link that in the show notes yeah everything will be in the show notes go go check them out yeah and Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jacqueline, for being a patron. We're Thank so super you, appreciative of you. And uh, 
we just we love you so thank you for coming yes. on thanks guys thank you guys for having us it's really fun we really appreciate it hopefully we can do it again sometime too definitely yes. yeah definitely. let me know when you do your veronica yeah. mars one because i'll come on and talk <laughs> about it all day <laughs> oh i would love to do that i would love to do that we'll add it to the list yeah add it to the list <laughs> that would be fun yeah are you addicted to coffee do you like true crime if so come check out our podcast caffeinated crimes every week we research a different true crime case and sit down with a cup of coffee and exchange our thoughts from Ed Gein to Lizzie Borden to the suspicious death of Keith Warren, we cover a variety of stories. You can find us on your favorite podcast app or at caffeinatedcrimes.com. Okay. okay. Thank you, Jacqueline and Courtney. Thank you. What a pleasure. It was so much fun getting to chat with them on this ridiculous episode. I'm glad yeah. we could add some... like positivity to it doesn't courtney look so familiar to me you think yeah and because of i don't know have i seen her on 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 social, social media but before? she reminded me of someone anyway they're they're super cute and sweet and really i'm sweet. really glad we finally got to have them on. i know so go check out their podcast i'm super yeah. interesting you know guys i love true crime and i love coffee so you know it's like the perfect combination of everything that i love so check them out in the description and yes let them know that we sent you. Okay, so my trivia is on the laptop screen at the end. The word always has been spelled wrong. What? And, How uh, is it spelled? I guess uh, I don't really know. They just told me it was spelled wrong. Sure. Uh, title based off the movie Girl Interrupted. Yeah. We had music by The Lighthouse and The Whaler, MIA, Charlotte Skeinborg, Hustle Roses, Class Actress, The, P- the Big Pink. I think there was four headbands. The Minion girls had headbands, and then the lingerie people had headbands. I had right? five. Okay. We'll give it four, four to five. five. <laughs> four to five. I did like Serena's cheetah skirt shirt, but we didn't like the combination. It was a lot, a lot of pattern going on. I liked Blair's what looked like a silk satin yellow robe. Oh, yeah. I loved that. Um, we did not like the other outfit. That off- outfit was too much color, and she was wearing hot pink tights and hot pink shoes i know it wasn't even like a it. good pink i don't really like that the shade of pink that no, they no not using. cute uh lily's skirt and black top i had yeah i like that and we liked patch's coat yes he's worn that coat before every time i see him in him, i'm like that's a nice coat it's like fleece but Plaid. flannel yeah and just has a it's just a nice coat i really did like i don't know if you saw the pink candle holders on the Waldorf table oh, and they no. were holding tapered candle taper candles. Really nice. Cute. Yeah. I also put Serena's cream coat. Now I can't think about the cream coat. I did these notes a while ago. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure, it's in there. Uh what about quotes? Yeah. It is your destiny to be gossip worthy. That's my first quote. I also have we do not negotiate with terrorists, especially ones from Florida. Hello, darling. Did you miss me? <laughs> they barely have dental hygiene in Florida. Sneak up on me again or I'll make you wear a bell. <laughs> That's all I had. <laughs> you have any other good ones? Uh, just that uh, cubic zirconia does not touch this body. I loved that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. All right. It's time for an MVP and shittiest. Tough, but I'll, you know. 
go with who I thought was the best out of all the shittiest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really actually love my MVP, but just for one moment is why this person's getting the same title. Same. Yeah. Ready. Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one, Padge. Yeah. We had mostly the votes for Padge. We did have one for Chuck as well. But the crown moment was the best part. I mean, best part. In the chat, Kimberly was saying, oh, is pa- Padge is needy. He's needy. He's needy. And like, I feel like he's like that all the time. Yeah. In, in any relationship, not just like a, a romantic relationship. So it didn't bother me as much. But I did really enjoy the moment, as I've said a hundred times already on this episode. But I really did enjoy him doing something nice for Blair. And she really was so beautiful and so happy. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. Um, Shittiest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hated a lot of people, but I'm going to go with this one. Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one, Serena. S by S. Without a doubt. Girl, but so is she no longer running S by S? I guess that's not happening that because Nate fired, Nate fired her. her, right? So I get the, the spectator. Spectator. Does it have the rights to SYS? I don't know, but she's not continuing that. Right. So I guess, you know, this this is her, the only thing she's doing is being Gossip Girl because she doesn't have anything else. Yeah. But you guys know why we picked her because it was just so aggravating to watch. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like a lot of people in this episode, but. The fact that she was like, I can't believe you used me. That was like the setting off point. I'm like, okay, no, that's it. <laughs> Serena, that's I know, it. I know. We also had some votes for Lily and a vote for Rufus in this episode. I mean, all fair. All fair. fair. All fair. All right. Time for a Betty of the Week. You're a total Betty. total Betty. You're a total Betty. You're a total Betty. This week I chose Molly. Molly. AKA Molliest, her own dubbed name. If you listen to Talk in Texas Forever, you already know this, but Molly has been on the Discord chat. We love getting to know her. She's a fairly new pledge. So um, we're still getting to know her, but yeah. she's been active and we just wanted to say thank you. And we're hoping that you're enjoying your Total Betty journey and we're getting excited to know you. So thank you for being with us. Thank you, Molliest. So cute. And her little photo is like a little monster. It's so cute. <laughs> she just seems so cute. Okay. I have a title for next week. We are getting into the 20s. I mean, we're hitting episode 20. I cannot believe it. And then only four more weeks left of the season. So the title is Salon of the Dead. You heard it. Salon of the Dead. Salon? Salon. S-A-L-O-N, like a hair salon. I thought maybe it was saloon. It's not. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Slancha of the Dead. Slancha of the Dead. I was Salon like, of the I dead. saw the title and for the long, I was like, do they mean saloon? And then I'm listening to the episode. I'm like, no, we're calling it a salon. So it's a salon. salon of the Dead. Salon of the Dead. Got it. Next week, we'll be joined by Theo and Cordy from Freaky Franchise Podcast. Aww. We had these two sisters on last uh, season. They were so sweet. We had to have them back. Um, so don't make, ma- don't make, make sure <laughs> you send questions for them as well, because I can't wait to catch up on their journey because I'm pretty sure that Theo is not finished with Gossip Girl yet. So mm-hmm. this should be fun mm-hmm. um, seeing where she's at. Okay. So Salon of the Dead, my three gossip words are 
three gossip words. Audition. Irrelevant. Compromise. <laughs> yeah, it's another doozy. Hopefully 21 is a... 21 okay. in honor, good. So I think compromise <laughs> has to do with Lufus. I think they need to figure out their shit. I don't think this is the end for them. In fact, I'm not even worried. Maybe I should yeah. be, but I'm not because I'm like, whatever. Their end game? I guess. I, I don't have... The only relationship I like on this show, truly, that I really, really, really do like is Lily and Chuck together. Mm-hmm. I think they have a really sweet relationship. And when I see them on screen, I get excited Yeah, in this deep way. You know, in the beginning, like, Padge and the pair affair was like, oh, this is so juicy. But anytime we have a Charles and Lily moment. so It's sentimental. It's sweet. Yeah. Lufus, to me, is not like couple goals by any means. <laughs> no. Yeah. But I think they need to work on their marriage and they have to work on their communication. Okay, yeah. And they need to come to a compromise. Irrelevant, Serena's going to try to make Lola irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just get rid of this. I control the narrative girl by mm-hmm. and audition maybe lola does have an audition and for something and serena will try to take her down by making her irrelevant because of what she's trying to do so the audition is going to go poorly because the casting directors will be influenced wonderful thank you, you did so much. very well with thank those predictions so what about an emoji uh, I wanted to do the crown, but I felt like we've done that before. We've definitely uh, done the crown before, right? Probably, but we could do the crown. This is a crowning moment. It is. It's when she really became a princess, it's in my opinion. I love this. So let's do the crown moment. Yeah. And I love this gif. I mean, is it a gif? Is it a gif? We don't ever. I never know. <laughs> I know. I'm 32 years old. I know. We'll never know if it's a gif or a gif. Anyway, the crowning of Blair. And even Michelle was like, oh, I've definitely seen yeah, that before. Because yeah. you can't miss it it's such yeah. a good a good meme gif whatever it is it's awesome so i everyone send it in the discord chat because i just love it so much it's so cute um but send us a crown anywhere instagram dm discord if you're on there email if you want even an apple podcast <gasps> review i mean what a great idea these girls are royalty queens at queens. podcasting <laughs> Tap five stars. Mm. Leave us a review. It helps the show grow. Yeah. Please. Please. It means so much to us. And we did get a new review. Yes. Awesome. So excited. (laughs) New review from Hot Mama 13. Oh my God. Yes. Five stars. Love this podcast. One of my favorite podcasts as someone who has watched Gossip Girl over 50 times. Wow, wow, we wow. 50 times. It's definitely refreshing to hear about it through someone else's eyes. I look forward to every new episode with three emojis, four emojis, the beer glasses, two of those, and two red hearts. Oh, 50 50 times. Wow. Bless your heart. I, okay, Hot Mama 13, could you send us an email? Yes, please. And briefly, you don't need to write, you know, I'm not giving you an assignment. But I just, I want to know, watching 50 times, does your opinion change? Yeah. What do you love about this show? Yeah. Is it a comfort? Yeah. Did you start off loving a character and then you're like, by the end, no, this is my favorite character. I just need to know. 50 times. I don't think I've ever watched something 50 times. Yeah. I Have I watched Friends 50 times? 
it's maybe probably certain really episodes close. if you add it up. If you add it up, it's probably really close. But all all seasons though, fifty times. No, I mean you can't do ten seasons of fifty times. I don't think I did it fifty times. Wow. I mean, fifty times it might be possible. I keep looking at it because I'm like, did I read that right? Yeah, fifty times. I forgot to mention and over fifty times. Yeah. Um, wow. Randy said that Chuck looked like Ali G. I know when I said oh "Wow, wow, wee, wow," it reminded me God. that I was supposed to tell everyone that he looked like Ali G in the red outfit. Um, That's hysterical. Yeah. So I'm hoping I made him happy there. Yes. Um. But yeah, thank you so much for the review. Thank it's you. So sweet. Yeah. If you are loving the show, just please consider leaving us a rating review. Rating us on Spotify. If that's where you listen. We see those stars. We were looking today and we can see them. Oh, yeah. You have been tapping. Yeah. This this show has has a a great rating on there. We would love for it to get even better. Yeah. You know, so check us out on Spotify if you want to listen over there. But we love and appreciate you either way. All right. Before After Dark, I have Will's Treat tonight. Gossip Girl characters as type as a type of document or writing for the divorce papers. Oh. We have, this is the time of the night that I lose my voice. Blair, expose, she is the queen of drama and the master at drawing out others' true selves and exposing them to the world. Chuck, contract, hard and definite, ironclad and entrenched in their behavior, but sometimes contracts can be amended. Season five of Chuck and Giuseppe Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dan, novel, duh. Serena, article. Her foray into long-form Gossip Girl Blast is like her personality, always trying to find a new take on life and adventure. <laughs> Nate, memo. Nate is stepping into his role as a dupious, duplis, wow, duplicitous. Got it, guys. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Boss, who is hung up on women to the dismay of the one relationship that might be good for him. Lola, diary. I think she is portrayed as someone who would start their diary with, dear diary. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Rufus, sheet music. He writes music, and that's the only reason, honestly. Lily, an affidavit. If you know, you know. Mm, Yeah. Diana, party invitation. She is a master of this party makes Gossip Girl seem more fake than almost anything else. And Dorota, a how-to guide. She knows how to help everyone in their life. I love Dorota. I have to say... um, Last week, I said a fresh of breath air. <laughs> and um, Michelle goes, I couldn't edit it out. I just have to let you know it was going in. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm okay with it. I just want to let you guys know that I know it's a breath of fresh air. <sighs> um, I literally <laughs> said it. <laughs> but PSA. I actually had to think about it because when I said it, I knew it sounded wrong. And I was like, let's just go with it. And then listening back, I was like, that's not right. And I started laughing. And then in the Discord chat, Mike is like, I'm so honored that you would actually fumble over your words when trying to describe me. And so I just wanted to let everyone know, PSA, Alyssa does know the saying is a breath of fresh air. And again, I had to think about it. You know, it's funny. And I tell Liz this all the time. (laughs) And I'll tell you guys this, that how many times we've recorded something and I will screw up a word and then I'll go back and re-record it Uh and put it in. You have no idea. You have no idea. (laughs) I just did it. We're talking Texas forever. I, I just it. did it today because I like said a word wrong. See if you can figure it out. Yeah. You never will. <laughs> XOXO. XOXO. That's Michelle Gossip Mitch. Gossip Mitch. Yeah. Um, that is it for the first 
the, the first big half, and then we're going to go into After Dark. So if you're new, this is where we leave you yep. live, folks. I'm sorry, but good night. We hope you have a great one, and we'll see you next week. But we're going to strap on Here in. We go. We're ticking. Click. Click. Click, click, click. I like how our arms go up. <laughs> and then roller coaster, come on. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. After dark. Come on. Oh, I hit the mic. Is this better than us doing turkey screams? I don't know. You guys let us know which one you like better. They're going to be like, neither we hate Neither we hate it. it. Do you like a combination? Welcome to After Dark. We're here. We're here. This is your last shot, newbies. Yes. Get on out. Get on <laughs> out. I, I believe Vic is out. Is she the only one? Yeah, I guess so, right? Yes, I believe so. If anyone... You've heard it here. This guys. is it. This is it. Get out. Um, I <laughs> do have after dark thoughts from Jacqueline and Courtney. I'll play it for you here, Michelle, but you okay. can insert it. Hopefully you guys can hear it. Hey, listen, Michelle. Um, super exciting to be here in after dark for the first time. Happy to join you. Yeah. And this episode's kind of a difficult one to have a <laughs> clip for because um it's very obvious that right now Serena is Gossip Girl and not anyone <laughs> yeah. else previously speculated. So, Yeah, so our biggest question uh, or one of our biggest questions is, do you think that Dan slash Nate is feeding into Serena's Gossip Girl blast in this episode or is it just her? So, you know, are they sending her some information to post or is she just like going rogue and posting everything on her own? Yeah, and we also want to know your guys' thoughts on Serena herself being Gossip Girl, because through mm-hmm. all these seasons, we've seen, I mean, Gossip Girl kind of made her who she is, but also has destroyed her life in a lot of ways, and most <laughs> of her friends' lives in a lot of ways. So how do you feel about Serena actually, like, almost enjoying being Gossip Girl and kind of mm-hmm. loving that power? Yes. So look forward to hearing your thoughts. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. That's so sweet. I don't think Nate or Padge are feeding into this. No, I think they want ASAP to get it back from her because yeah. why should Serena be messing with that? What was rightfully theirs? <laughs> and I think, like I said, I think it's like a spell on Serena, and she's highly enjoying this. Not highly enjoying it, but now feels this kind of revenge, rage, and power. Power can make you a little evil. Oh, it sure can. And I think that's what's happening. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, I think they Nate, who or Dan, whoever, whoever is supposed to be Gossip Girl, wants wanted to give Serena any type of yeah. ammo or any information on there. Yeah. I wonder if she took the photo herself of Lola, or if like literally someone took it and they just sent it to her. And I thought Serena took it. Did she take it? I don't remember. I think so. Um, I also wanted to mention we got a message today from Heather on Instagram asking if we wanted to know why Dan would want the password and writes back from Serena. They're like, do you know, since both of you know that Dan is gospel, do you know why Dan would want the rights back from Serena? And I'm like, I can only assume that, you know, he wouldn't want her messing with it. Like, just, you know, give it back to me. Like, why would he want her having access to it? Um, But Heather said the original Gossip Girl, a.k.a. Dan, 
wants the laptop back because she can't get into the site anymore because when Serena took over, she changed the site password. Georgina didn't do that. She used the old server and password, but now Serena has had full control over the site. Serena has 100% control and Gossip Girl as the center of the storyline comes back, I guess down the line, um, which I felt like the story fell by the wayside with all the craziness with some stories. Gossip Girl shut the site down after the accident, which is, which is also why she wasn't really a part of the story. This is where you can see how Gossip Girl, the Gossip Girl reveal makes sense more as you get into season six. Big clue in Gossip Girl, crazy Cupid love. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what? <clears throat> in crazy Cupid love, there was a big clue. I'm trying to remember. Did we talk about it? <laughs> I'm sure we did, but it's not ringing a bell. It's not ringing okay, a bell. All right, all right. I keep so well. Ha- Heather thinks it's not a server; it's actually the website. And Georgina hacked into the website, but Serena has changed the password. So now, original Gossip Girl, aka Dan, can't get back into the website. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, but at this mic. point, isn't it Nate? It is Nate. So, but but right, the writer. Well, okay, but really, it's Dan the whole time. It's Padge the whole time. Right. Be- so we have to like null and void that, right? Okay. Right. Uh, and I didn't find anything on Reddit I know. in regards to Nate being a gossip girl, but I did find an article from the Daily Beast quoting Joshua Safran saying that Nate's motivation for starting Gossip Girl has stemmed from his guilt cheating on Blair with Serena. And also one of the writers realized that Nate had never sent a tip into Gossip Girl, which is a true at least through the end of season five, he explains, but Nate never sent a tip in all those episodes, which is when we were like, oh, well, then he's Gossip Girl. So there really wasn't much yeah. creativity there. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's convenient. He's never sent in a blast. Right. He's Gossip Girl. That sucks. Because it doesn't make it sense any other way. Yeah. Unless the crazy Cupid love is what Heather's referencing, and maybe that's the only thing that would make sense that Nate is actually Gossip Girl, because I don't really remember. And it was a few episodes ago. I'll have to go back and listen. I know. To it. But would you have said something, or it would be something know. you'd have to watch and I don't observe? Know. I don't know. Let me see if anyone in the chat. Yeah, you guys let us know. Um, what do you think Heather means by the big clue in Gossip Girl and crazy Cupid love? That was the obviously the Valentine's Day episode, so with Blair and Dan, yeah, and the play, right, right. That was got a uh, Valentine's Day. I thought I don't, I don't. Mm, that might not have been Valentine's Day. Like I can tell you guys right now. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you too. Um, it, oh, it was um, Blair can't resist playing Cupid for oh Dan and Serena, right? And Georgina. Valentine's Day. What? It was Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to think. I thought that was the book reading, but it's not. That was the following episode. Um, this is when Charlie comes back. Serena is shocked by something she witnesses at the party. What was that? I don't remember. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Okay, good information though. Thank you so yeah, much for it was the, it was the come as you were party. Yeah. The high school party. So Right. You guys love stuff. Um, but yeah. Again, Serena's gossip girl in this episode. And 
It's really boring. So <laughs> it'll get interesting when Gossip Girl goes back to where they belong. Right. Which I'm hoping is by the end of the season, right? Yeah, I think so. And then season six will be really honing in on yeah. like tracking this. Because it's like, okay. Yeah. We know we're getting close. We're getting, I mean, season six is only ten episodes. So I'm they better excited. be it's like shows nowadays where it's yeah. only ten episodes and they are jam packed ten episodes. So I'm hopeful that that's the case. Because this season, I mean, guys, you know, I felt it is probably the worst of the bunch. Even mm-hmm. though we know these characters so well now at this point, it makes it fun to discuss it. But like the content, at least in the second half of this season, I felt it was so the cats are growling at each other. I thought that was Anne. Um, it just it was very lackluster in appeal. And um, I felt like the Chivy, the way the Chivy stuff was revealed, I guess, because I was so pent up that it was like a, a down, like it was almost like a downer. Well, okay. the way they revealed it. So. We have and four- also Diana stuff, a little bit of a downer right. too, in my opinion. So we have four episodes left. So we need to wrap up Lola's a sister. We need to find a out Lola's cousin. A sister. It has to happen now. Uh, Chivy situation. Is Chivy on the island? No, she's no, not. she's not. Chivy situation and the Diana and donated blood. Right. So th- that's the stuff we have to wrap up and Gossip Girl getting her groove back. That's what we have to wrap up. And then everything else is just, you know... Will they? Then won't it's they? Like fresh Chuck and Blair. sort of fresh start into next season. Yeah. So we still have a decent. I mean, I still do want to see the Diana thing play out. I am excited for that. And everything else, I'm just like, eh. We'll see. Right. I know. But the Diana and the Chuck, I do. I'm curious, and I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> She's making a face. So I mean, I I well, don't have I've too much seen, hope I've in seen it. Seen some things that we will. Be back next week yeah. to discuss some more things. Yeah. Um. So thank you to everyone that's been thank live with us you. tonight. We love you guys. Yeah. Thank you to all of our listeners. And we are happy to have you guys with us. As always. As always. And just have a great night, day, wherever you are. And we'll be back next week with Theo and Cordy. So make sure to send everyone questions. Okay. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls Podcast. You can email us at threegossipgirlspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow this show and all of our others, you can head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.